0: So there's a little bit that we do know, but a whole lot that we don't know regarding a decision that was made by a now former LSU football player. What was it? What does that mean? What do we know? And what can we assume? All of that on today's edition of Locked on LSU. You are locked on LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Well, thank you for making Locked On LSU your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, we are part of the Locked On Network, your team Every day, You can find Locked On LSU and all of the other Locked On podcasts on your preferred podcast network uh, and your preferred podcast platform. But you can also find us on YouTube as well. Just search Locked On LSU in your YouTube search bar. Hit that subscribe button and you'll get notified as soon as the Locked On LSU episodes drop. My name is Caroline Fenton. I'm your host as I am every day. I graduated from LSU. I've been covering LSU since 2016. And I'm now a sports talk radio host in Nashville, Tennessee. But let's get into it. Because on Wednesday evening, Kayshawn Booty tweeted that he will be declaring for the 2023 NFL draft. Now, if this is the first you're hearing of it, you are probably shocked. If this is not the first you're hearing of it, when you did hear it for the first time, you probably were shocked, just like I was. Because I got a text from somebody that said Kayshawn to the NFL. I'm driving at this point. I'm driving home from work. I get a text from somebody that says Kayshawn to the NFL. And I'm like, what? Like, what What does that mean? And, of course, my first instinct is to open up Twitter. And it says, of course, the tweet from Kayshawn Booty that says that he will be declaring for the 2023 NFL draft. And all of these questions and thoughts kind of went through my head. And I want to share all of those with you. But first, I want to break down what we do. Do know? I want to break down the timeline of this decision. So, less than a month ago, early December, Kayshawn Booty tweets out like a, a very beautifully, very well done, very well thought out graphic and statement about how he believes in this coaching staff, he believes in this training staff, he believes in what everything that LSU football is building, and he believes in this Brian Kelly coaching system. And that his job isn't quite done yet. And that he wants to live out his dream of winning a national championship with LSU. And I, I, was, I was shocked and floored. I did not expect Kayshawn Booty to return for his senior season. But I took to on LSU the next day. And I shared with you all, I said, yes, it's important to bring back seniority. Yes, it's important to bring back experience. And yes, it's important to bring back a player as talented as we know Keishon Booty is, as, as talented as he has shown us that he truly is, specifically in that 2020 season. But I said, more than anything, it's an important message being sent from one of the leaders and veterans on this team that he's bought into Brian Kelly, that he's brought bought in to this new coaching staff. So more than anything, you know, while Kayshawn Booty, when he announced that he was coming back to LSU, while it was important to bring back, you know, his his experience on the field, I thought more than anything, it was almost like a, a symbolic return to LSU. That, hey, this guy who was brought in by the coach at Orgeron era, he's staying on at LSU because he believes so much in this team. That meant more to me than anything. And then the next we hear is around – 5 o'clock-ish, no, earlier than that, like the afternoon of, of Wednesday. Wednesday, December 28th. And LSU releases a press release, a very short press release, that says Kayshawn Booty is, quote, unavailable for the Citrus Bowl. Said he will be unavailable to play. He's still enrolled at LSU for the spring semester. That was it. Not a whole lot of context. And I'm reading that and thinking, that's weird. That's strange. I don't I don't see that very often. You see players opting out of bowl games when they're going to the NFL draft. Keishan Booty said like three weeks ago, if that, that he wasn't declaring for the NFL draft. So was it a, a health concern? Was it an injury? No, 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 no. LSU came out and said no. No injury, no illness. There's nothing, you know, physically impairing him from playing. Is it possibly an academic issue? You know, final grades, I'm sure, just came out not too long ago. I don't know. I'm not in school anymore. But, you know, final grades probably just were posted. Did the final grades come out and he was academically ineligible? Well, if that was the case, then... LSU probably would have come out and said that, right? Like that's—it's not a Fort Knox secured secret. If players are academically ineligible, if they can't play, I mean, that happens a lot. Is it a matter of a of Kejhan who broke a team rule and he was suspended for the bowl game? Well, maybe so. I'm not accusing him of doing that, but even still, if that was the case, I'm sure LSU football would have said, per team rules. Kayshawn Booty will be out for the bowl game and that would say to me okay a rule broken there's some sort of suspension and that's what it is they would have clarified that they would have said that but that's not what they did at least you give zero context to that and I thought that is strange if it's not academics which they probably would have said if it's not a, an injury they would have said that if it's not a, a team rule thing is Kayshawn Booty just sitting out of the bowl game for fun Is Kayshaun Booty sitting out of incredibly important and valuable time with the team and bowl practices to prepare for next season? That doesn't really make any sense. Is he making sure that he doesn't get hurt in this game that I don't like saying that it means nothing, but it really, it means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Is he trying to make sure that he doesn't get injured in this game? So he can come back next year and improve his draft stock next year? Well, that's kind of strange, right? Because why sit out of a bowl game when you play 12 games in the regular season next year before you declare for the NFL draft? So everything about that announcement and everything about that release was fishy to me. It was strange. I didn't understand it. I didn't follow it. I said, everything about this kind of makes it seem like Keishan Booty's not being a very good teammate. It just seemed like, to me, he just didn't want to play. That's what it seemed like. I was looking for more information to give him the benefit of the doubt, but all signs pointed to me towards he just didn't feel like playing. And then it all started to make sense. Because about five hours later, if that, Keishan Booty tweets that he will be declaring for the NFL draft in 2023. So what I want to know there is, what happened? What happened? I believe it was December fifth that he came out and said that he was going to come back. Let's say, let's for argument's sake, say December fifth. So about three weeks ago, what changed in those three weeks? Has Keishan Booty just changed his mind? Has he thought, you know what? Like I, I really enjoyed everything in that I, that I've learned, all the growth that I have made in this past year. That's what he said in in his initial release that said he was returning. That he'd grown so much in his first year under Brian Kelly as much as I appreciated this one year, I'm looking at the amount of money that I can make and thinking about my dream of a lifetime of playing in the NFL. And, you know, I, I, I'm just ready to pursue that now. I get it. Totally understand. Follow your dream. Get your bag. Got it. Don't die. Don't, I don't discredit you at all for that. Or did something happen? And let's, okay, enough with the Kayshawn Booty's declaring for the NFL draft because Jaden Daniels announced that he was returning, okay? Like, that that is a ridiculous conspiracy theory that I absolutely cannot get on board with. This whole Jaden Daniels and Kayshawn Booty feud that was completely cooked up by, I think, LSU fans just based off of body language on the sidelines and based off of the stat sheet of of Jaden Daniels not targeting Kayshawn Booty enough. I mean, that it's not... A personal beef that those two have with each other. And Keisha Booty's not coming not, not coming back because of Jaden Daniels. That's not the thing. Was it a team discipline thing that he was like, look, I'm out. I, I, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'm ready to go to the NFL. And I don't know what happened. I don't know how Keisha Booty made his decision. And frankly, I don't really know if I care that much. What I do care about is what comes next for LSU. Now that Keisha Booty has announced that he actually will declare for the NFL draft this year. We'll get into that coming up next. But before we do that, I want to tell you about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis, you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. There's pro football, college bowl season is heating up. I was just mentioning earlier today. I said, this time of bowl season is my absolute favorite because you have the most ridiculous and asinine teams playing in the most ridiculous bowl games. And you have them from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed from now until you know this weekend. It's the most exciting time in college bowl season, but there's also basketball, both in the college level and in the NBA. They've got it all at betonline.net. So if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. It's your one-stop shop. It's always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Thank you for making Locked on LSU your first listen every day. Now make sure to check out Locked on Sports Today. The biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked on Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So like I mentioned, Kayshawn Booty, out. He's declaring for the NFL draft, not even a month after he announced that he would be returning to you. Now, I have a bunch of theories of, you know, it, did something happen internally? Was Keyshawn Booty promised something that what well, he wasn't delivered? Is he frustrated with the team? Or is it simply just, hey, I can make millions and millions of dollars in the NFL. And after some time and some thinking and some counseling, I'm actually going to change my mind. Whatever it is, whatever the story might be, barring a, a massive, juicy scandal of something going on behind the the walls, the four walls of the LSU football building. I, I don't really know if I, I necessarily really care. You know, if Keisha Booty wants to declare for the NFL draft, good. More power to you. You're a talented player. You've got a bright future ahead of you. Go for it. So my, the real thing that I want to know about is what comes next. And my initial reaction to that is, I think this team's going to be okay. I, I really do. And I think that there are sometimes you see players declare for the NFL draft and you're like, man, we're going to miss that guy. Like, good for you. Like, go to the NFL draft. You deserve it. Go pursue your career. But, man, we are really going to miss you. And I'm not saying that Keyshawn Booty isn't that guy. But I look at this wide receiver room that Keyshawn Booty is leaving behind. You've got the team's leading receiver in Malik Nabors who will be coming back. You've got Brian Thomas and Kyron Lacy, two players that have a good bit of college experience under their belts. And those three receivers already have a year with Jaden Daniels under their belts. And that's making an assumption that Jaden Daniels will be the starting quarterback in 2023. Um, He's returning in 2023. The best quarterback is going to win the job. And if that's Jaden Daniels, so be it. If that's Garrett Nussmeyer, then great then that team's in good position. And you also, you've also got Shelton Sampson and Jalen Brown and Kyle Parker coming in in the 2023 class. You've got Aaron Anderson, New Orleans native transferring into LSU. And I don't know if they're really going to use him as a wide receiver, true wide receiver, or really just as a contributor on special teams that kind of grows into a wide receiver role, whatever it might be. There's a good bit of depth on, on in this wide receiver core. You can always add more. You can always add more depth. You can always add more talent. But it's not like Kayshawn Booty's exit leaves LSU in an incredibly desperate situation. This wide receiver room still has so much talent, both proven and budding talent in Kyron Lacey, Shelton Sampson, Jalen Brown, Kyle Parker, some of these younger guys. Also, Aaron Anderson, I'll add him into that group as well. Some of the younger guys that still have so much room to grow and develop. So this team is, is going to be okay without Kayshawn Booty. And I mentioned this in the, in the podcast, whenever Kayshawn Booty decided that he would announce, or whenever he announced that he decided to come back to LSU, I said that, you know, bringing back a player that has as much talent as Kayshawn Booty has, even if it wasn't on display in 2022, we know that Kayshawn Booty is a talented receiver, we've seen it. So getting that talent back and that experience back and that leadership back And that seniority back, those are all things that are invaluable to any football team. And why I thought it was such a big deal that Kayshawn Booty was coming back. But I think we saw this past year in 2022, Kayshawn Booty didn't live up to the expectation that I think we all had had set going into this year. We saw what Kayshawn Booty could do. We saw how good he was in the 2021 season. How he balled out in the 2021 season. And of course, unfortunately... Went down with an injury, uh, with a tragic, tragic, uh, was not tragic. It was a brutal ankle injury. And we were all excited. I know I was. I was excited to see Kayshawn Booty come back and repeat and build upon the success that he had the year prior. And we didn't see that. It was really kind of a theme throughout the entire season, starting from week one. Where is Kayshawn Booty? Why is Kayshawn Booty not getting the ball more? Why is Kayshawn Booty dropping the ball a lot? And you can attribute a lot of that to maybe quarterback and wide receiver chemistry. I think that's a totally fair critique on Jaden Daniels. I think it's a totally fair critique of Jaden Daniels that sometimes he held on to the football when the football should have been thrown to a receiver, to Keishon Booty. Um, But that's a a totally different conversation for a totally different day. But when you get down to it, Keishon Booty didn't didn't, didn't live up to the expectations that I know I set for him that Keyshawn Booty only had not even 550 receiving yards on the season. I mean, that's, that's not the expectation that I had set. So all of that considered, this team is going to be okay without Kayshawn Booty because I think it proved how many other offensive weapons can be used when Kayshawn Booty isn't. Malik Neighbors. Uh, For one, Mason Taylor, you know, a true freshman tight end that contributed to this team immensely. Now he has another year underneath him. He has his true freshman season behind him that he can build upon. This offensive line is only going to improve. I'm excited to see how good this offensive line is going to be in Will Campbell's second year and how good this offensive line is with another year of, of learning each other and another year of experience under their belts. This offense is going to be in good shape two really solid quarterbacks that are competing for the starting job in 2023. And there's really good weapons, not just in the wide receiver room, but also in the tight end group as well. Need some running back depth. But this offense is going to be okay. This offense does not live and die by Keyshawn Booty. So now that Keyshawn Booty is not part of it, it's going to be okay. As much as his leadership is, and experience, and expertise, and talent will be missed. They're going to be okay. And another element here, too, that I don't really know what to make of it. I'll Pull this up on my phone. Literally, like, 10 minutes after Keishon Booty announced that he would be declaring for the NFL draft, Jack Besh tweeted, and I'll pull it up. If you're watching the YouTube stream, you can see me pulling it up. Jack Besh tweeted, like, just two laughing, crying emojis. I don't know what to think of that. I don't know how to interpret that. I think I could interpret that like literally a million different ways because let's be honest, it has everything to do with Kayshawn Booty's announcement. I don't think it was a coincidence that he tweeted that out like five, 10 minutes after Kayshawn Booty announced his he's going to the NFL draft. So I don't know if that's a laughing, crying emoji of like animosity within the wide receiver group this past year, maybe toward Kayshawn Booty. Complete and total speculation on my part. I don't know if that's animosity of Jack Bash toward Kayshawn Booty. Like, really? Like, you announced that you're going, that you're going to come back. So I leave because I don't see an opportunity for me to start. And then you go to the NFL draft and now I'm I'm stuck. Like, what, that, what, now where do I go? I already announced that I'm going to TCU next year. And I don't know if it's a laughing, crying emoji of, I'm glad that I'm gone. I don't know. I mean, you can, that's the, the tough part about it is that you can interpret that however you want. And you, you listening, you can interpret that however you want. But I think it's interesting that that was even tweeted in the first place. But it is a Mailbag Wednesday. So coming up next, I will get into your questions. And of course, every week you can send in your Mailbag Wednesday questions, however you'd like to send them in. We'll get into those coming up next. It's a Mailbag Wednesday. Every single week, I will get to your questions. If you want to be featured on next week's mailbag Wednesdays, you can tweet your questions into me at locked on LSU. You can DM them um, at Caroline Fenton. One is my personal. You can DM them to locked on LSU as well. So um, let's get into them. First and foremost, this one's coming in from Kendon on Twitter. He tweeted me and said, are you excited about the citrus bowl or no? I'm excited, but also stressing about losing to Purdue. I'm just used to being a, a, a disappointed uh, LSU fan. So, I'll, I'll start with this. I will never say that I'm not excited for an LSU football game. I mean, there are have to be very extreme circumstances for me to not be excited about an LSU football game. But all of that being said, I think this brings like a different kind of excitement, at least for me. And you may feel differently. The kind of excitement that it brings for me isn't the same kind of excitement. Um, it wasn't the same kind of excitement that we got we get like before an Alabama game, before an Ole Miss game, before an Auburn game, before the first game of the season where there's big time stakes, where all eyes of college football are on this game. Where, you know, all roads to Atlanta and to the college football playoff run through these games. Those are different kinds of excitement. I'm excited about this game because I think we're going to see a lot of players that we haven't seen before. Brian Kelly mentioned a few of those names in his press conference last week. Some players who maybe redshirted this past year that we haven't seen. Maybe some players that we haven't seen a lot of that are now going to be filling in holes that have been left by players that opted out of the bowl game, going to the NFL draft, so on and so forth. So I'm excited to see just the, the initial look of this team with the players currently on the roster, I would say probably more specifically on the defensive side of the ball, on the defensive line and the defensive back room um, about what this team looks like and who is going to be filling in and who really wows us and who really starts to make a name for themselves in the citrus bowl. Um, no, the citrus bowl doesn't necessarily, this doesn't mean anything tangible. You know, you're not going to go into the 2023 season flaunting, Uh, a Citrus Bowl win. You're not going to hang a banner for the Citrus Bowl. But I think it's important because you don't want to go out on the season 0-3. You know, you don't want to lose to A&M, then lose the SEC Championship, and then lose the Citrus Bowl. You know, for momentum's sake and for just feeling good about your team's sake, yeah, this team matters. Or this game matters, rather. But yeah, so I'm excited about it. But it's not the same kind of excitement of, oh my gosh, this is a big one. I think it's more so the excitement of, Let's look forward to 2023 because I'm excited about what kind of pieces LSU really has. Next question. Of course, again, it's a mailbag Wednesday. Um, This one kind of made me laugh a little bit. This uh, one person asked a question, why don't you want Garrett Nussmeyer to start a quarterback? So uh, that's not the case. It's not like I have a personal vendetta against Garrett Nussmeyer. It's not that I don't want Garrett Nussmeyer to start be the starting quarterback of this football team. It's not like if Garrett Nussmeyer wins the starting job that I'm going to boycott LSU football because he's the starter. That's not the case at all. I want the best quarterback on this team. The quarterback that gives this team the best chance to win. I want that to be my quarterback. I want that quarterback to be quarterbacking LSU in 2023. That might be Garrett Nussmeyer. If so, great but that might also be Jaden Daniels. That might be Walker Howard. I don't know. I'm not counting anything out. I want the quarterback that gives this team the best chance to win to be the quarterback in 2023. I tend to be in the belief where it stands on December 28th before spring ball, before, you know, summer training camp, that that is Jaden Daniels, a quarterback with four years of experience under his belt, a quarterback who is responsible for almost 70% of the offense this past year. A quarterback that has proven that he doesn't turn the ball over. Does he have his flaws? 100%. Does he hold on to the football too long sometimes? Yup. Does he run it himself when there's open receivers downfield? Yes, he does. He's done it several times, and it is very well documented on this podcast how frustrated that has made me in the past. But let's not act like Garrett Nussmeyer doesn't have his flaws either. Let's not act like Jaden Daniel's experience as something that we can just kind of flick away and say, oh, well, no, we don't care. We don't care about a, a quarterback that has four years of starting experience on this football team. One of those is on this football team. And let's go for the unproven commodity instead that has a a, a reputation for being sloppy with the football. So it's not that I don't want Garrett Nussmeier to start. I would love for Garrett Nussmeier to start if he's the best quarterback in this room in 2023, it's just my opinion where it stands right now. You're more than welcome to disagree with me. If you'd like, I've heard it plenty. I hear y'all. My opinion is that Jaden Daniels gives this team the best opportunity to win in 2023 where it stands right now. So enough with this. I Caroline Fenton hates Garrett Nussmeier stuff. That is not absolutely not the case, but again, we do a, a, a Mailbag Wednesday every Wednesday. Get those questions in. Send them out on Twitter at Fenton one at LockedOnLSU. Uh, Locked you can DM them. You can tweet them to me. Um, you can comment them right here on the YouTube page, and I'll make sure to get those questions every Mailbag Wednesday. Now coming up on tomorrow's episode, we will do a full preview of Purdue of the bowl game of the citrus bowl, some roster updates. And of course we'll continue to update on national signing day as well. I've been wanting to get to national signing day for the past couple of days, but we just keep getting drama, keep getting some tea, keep getting some updates that I want to keep y'all updated with. Um, But we'll get into all of that uh, on tomorrow's episode of locked on LSU. But thank you for making locked on LSU your first listen today. Now make your second listen Locked on Sports Today. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from all around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked on Sports Today podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.